Hey guys, you're listening to another episode of Brew I'm Emily. And I'm Matt. And this is the podcast that brings you the stories behind your favorite beer. Emily, how was the best holiday in the world for you? Uh, it was pretty great. I made some pulled pork. Ooh, for those who don't know, last week was the 4th of July. And if you didn't listen to our Brew guide for the 4th of July, you can listen to that episode and plan for another, you know, 363 days or whatever you're listening to this episode. Yeah, and you can make a beer cocktail too. So I put a recipe up. did not make it. <laughs> Neither I, did I. I was too lazy. I mean, I was making brisket and I was making ribs. Ooh. So I my focus was on the food and I just bought really good beer. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, I know last week I was like, well, I didn't get invited to any place having barbecue. I got invites, but I was like, I'm just going to make barbecue and then people came. I had some invites, but I just wanted to stay home and make my pulled pork. Yeah. <laughs> For those who are listening in the New England area, I guess actually like... The whole United States is getting record heat right now. Yeah, it's pretty hot outside right now. And yeah, we're sweating for this podcast. For you guys. For you guys. So what are we cooling down with today? So today we have some beer from Mighty Squirrel, and yep. it's called the Kiwi White. And uh, If you recall, we reviewed Cosmic Distortion, which we loved. Yeah, them. so this is a Belgian-style wheat ale, a white with orange peel and notes of kiwi and mango. Yep. Brewed in Massachusetts. And the other um, beer that we are reviewing this week is actually our featured guest this week from Down the Road Brewery in Everett, Massachusetts. They did a collaboration brew with a liquor store, actually, called Liquor Junction, and they're located in Reading, Mass. I stopped by there today and uh, really, really pumped uh, to try it. So this Deal with the Devil is a juicy New England-style IPA brewed exclusively for the Liquor Junction by Down the Road Beer Company. Wow, this is awesome. Yep. I can't wait to try this. Yes. So uh, we're going to crack both open. Emily's going to try the Kiwi. I'm going to try the Hazy IPA, New England style IPA from down the road. Ooh, we did like a... <sighs> Simultaneous Simultaneously. Crack. All right. So mine is going. Wow. Right off the bat with the Kiwi, I can just smell it. It's really fruity, mm. but it's got like a pretty nice light flavor and the carbonation is definitely lacking in this one for me, but... At the same time, like, I love the flavor enough. Mm. And it has a really translucent color. Like, it's not very dark, you can see. So we're drinking from the can because, again, we do not want to do dishes. Mm -hmm. So I drank uh, the New England Style IPA. Really good right off the bat. Uh, definitely a fruity mouthful. Uh, mm -hmm. Down the road definitely knows how to do a New England Style IPA. Right. What do you think, Emily? Mm. Wow, that's really nice. Yeah. There's quite a lot going on in the aftertaste and not so much like in the front, you know, whereas with the Kiwi White, it's like all front flavor, like right when it hits your lips, it's a little bit sour and definitely uh, a little bit of that like orange peel and the Kiwi are coming through, yeah, but it's it's in like kind of a more sour style, I feel. I definitely can taste like the, the yeast used in a Belgian White for sure of the aftertaste. Oh. So we're enjoying both of these colds, obviously. The Mighty Squirrel's a little bit more warm than the Deal with the Devil from down the road. Yeah, but that helps kind of get all the flavor in. It's a really interesting color. It's like the color of champagne almost. Champagne, yeah. Champagne. So the Deal with the Devil is 8.5% in it for one pint. And, uh, yeah. Kiwi is 5%. Cool. As expected. All right, so this week's episode, uh, like we said, is featuring down the road. But before we get to that, we have some fun facts. All right, so... My fun fact this week is um, 
I know that some of us feel a little bit guilty about drinking beer regularly. We think, oh, that's probably not that good for me. But actually, there are a fair amount of health benefits to drinking beer. So I want to talk about some of those. So I guess, I mean, these are all based on studies of like a pool of people and it's all kind of like correlations and relationships and it's it's the same thing as like you say eating more antioxidants helps reduce your risk of cancer it's like these kind of general statements about the health benefits of beer but uh, beer is known to decrease the risk of heart disease it's known heart hmm? healthy yes it's heart healthy and it's known to increase your good cholesterol it's also known to prevent osteoporosis because it has an ingredient called dietary silicone. This is in most common beers, and that supports bone health and development. Okay. So great news. And great beer also contains soluble fiber and trace amounts of iron, potassium, and magnesium. So you're getting some uh, some good nutrients. So all the pizza and tacos I've been eating lately, like I just straight up have probably eaten so much pizza and taco the last couple of days very american of you is supplemented by drinking beer so like all the negative effects i've done has just been negated by all the beer i've drank sure is that you know if that helps you feel better about it yeah i I don't feel any worse well beer also reduces the risk of kidney stones and this is actually a wider known fact probably some of our listeners have heard this before but beer being about 90 percent water on average um actually is better for you to be drinking than like a liquor drink, which is going to dehydrate you a little bit better. Uh, So beer also prevents blood clots because, as we know, alcohol thins the blood. So it improves the blood flow throughout your body and helps, uh, you know, your arteries not to build up with clots. (laughs) Beer also is known to prevent diabetes, improve eye health. That's due to the antioxidants. And some studies suggest that it's good for mental health because it increases the dopamine release in your brain and uh, also has been correlated with preventing Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. Those, I feel like, are really general statements. (laughs) So let's just take that all for a grain of salt, like, right? Like, let's just... We have to take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. But we don't have to feel so bad about drinking beer. The last fact that I'll give you is that beer also prevents cancer like i was saying earlier because of the antioxidants so there is one antioxidant in beer called xanthohumol which is found in the hops that are used in beer so any beer that's hopped and that is known to reduce the risk of prostate and breast cancer interesting yeah so when people post on like instagram the ig they're like hops are vegetables so thus you're drinking a salad totally you know what (laughs) i'm all for it wow thank you instagram and thank you emily for those amazing beer facts this week wonderful you've made me and our listeners probably feel a lot better about our habits good i'm hoping i could reduce some of your guilt because we all know beer is awesome and it's even more awesome when we know that it's not killing us so don't smoke cigarettes hey hey all right so that was our beer fact of the week brought to you by the wonderful emily thanks um, so I have a not so exciting this day in beer <laughs> history. So I, I apologize. Just sit through it. Tough act to and follow. if you're listening on like iTunes or something, you can hit the plus 15 <laughs> second one, like smash it for like wow. a minute and a half. That was super self-deprecating. I know. All right. So William W. Sloan, one of the pioneer malters of Buffalo, New York, was born in Belfast, Ireland on this date, July 6th, 1831. He came to the United States in 1849, and in 1856, he built the largest malt house in Buffalo. 
The city's access to the <laughs> yeah. I know. The city's access to the Great Lakes influenced his selection of Buffalo for a location of a malting company. So thanks, <laughs> William W. Sloan, Billy Sloan. The beer pioneer of Buffalo. Yeah, he is the no, the malt pioneer. No, sorry, the yeah. malt pioneer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So William W. Sloan, pioneering maltster of Buffalo, New York. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. That's that's our boy Billy. Yeah, Billy Sloan. Good on ya. I've said that. I've listened. Good to, on ya. I've listened to all our episodes recently, and I say good on ya to almost everyone. Is that a term like an expression you've made up yourself? Or? I think we should release a shirt that just says "Good on ya." Good on ya, Brew Roots. Yeah. Speaking of shirts, Emily, we are selling shirts, aren't we? We are. If you go to brewroots.com and you press the shop button, it will take you directly to our online store where you can find Brew Roots t-shirts. We got a backpack and we got a mug. Yes. And before we get to the interview, if you like what you hear, please give us a five-star rating. It helps us out like more than you could you could even imagine. We've gotten a bunch of them, really humbling comments, emails, and stuff like that. So continue your feedback. Brew Roots, uh, info at brewroots.com, Instagram, DM us. Yeah. Brew Roots on everything on social. Yeah. We wanted to get that in before the interview. So now... To where everyone's been waiting for. Down the road. Down the road. So Donovan from Down the Road, take it away. We are in Everett, Massachusetts. Just, what, 10 miles north of Boston? Not even? No, we actually touch Boston. We touch Boston. <laughs> it's a half a mile <laughs> away from Boston. There we go. Uh, less than walking distance. Less than walking distance. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, I know my geography. I went to school for that, right? <laughs> so. Yeah. So we're here with Donovan Bailey from down the road beer. Down the road beer. I was. I knew. That. I was just wanting <laughs> you to say it. Uh, what's going on today? A uh, whole lot of everything. Yeah. <laughs> closer. Yeah, closer. <laughs> yeah, we need you closer. So a whole lot of everything. Yeah, we're uh, getting ready for an an event with the guys across the street at the Batchyard. Also, our new draft system is kind of working, and uh, we're trying to get that going. Yeah, and you guys have a porter release today, right? Uh, actually, a uh, uh, kind of an imperial stout type thing. Okay. You know, it's uh, we're calling it Deep Weller. It's a uh, 10% imperial stout with uh, cranberry and uh, chocolate. Very cool. So. Yum. That sounds awesome. <laughs> that sounds yeah. great. Yeah, we'll really pretty tart. Yeah, we'll have to try it before we leave today. <laughs> there you go. All right. So our our stock beginning question. Tell us about yourself, your role here at Down the Road, and your first memory of beer. Oh, geez, first memory of beer. That's. Um, so, <laughs> I'm Dunwin. I'm, I guess, the founder and head brewer. Um, what do I do here? A little bit of everything. I, I dabble with production, and most of my time is spent, uh, you know, trying not to pull my hair out. <laughs> uh, you know, trying to get everything, keep everything in one box, you know, make sure that the place is running, at least a semblance of smoothly. Um... First memory of beer, jeez, uh, it had to be when I was 14 and we were at Lake Winnipesaukee and we were stealing beers out of the cooler, <laughs> <laughs> you know. That's good. That's good. So what got you into the beer business? Uh, well, I got laid off in uh, 2011 from National Grid and had a little bit of money saved up and, you know, I'd always homebrewed and I saw that, you know, an opportunity to do something I really was interested in instead of doing things that, you know, maybe were monetarily interesting, but, you know, as a, a real, like, heartfelt job is not really what I wanted to do. So 
I decided to get into beer. We it took me about like two years to really figure it out and how to get it get it started. Um, we sold our first beer was it like March of 2015, and we've kind of progressed from there. Yeah. What was that first beer? Uh, the first beer was Pukwudgie Pale Ale. Yep. So. Yeah, so we were talking about that. That was the first beer that Allie and I had reviewed in our previous podcast. And what I think we gave it a pretty high rating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we really liked it. Yeah. It was good. So. so we're glad to finally have you on three and a half years later. So. This is connecting yeah. the circle. Like yes, yeah. we've come full <laughs> now circle. Now we're here and get to talk to you. That's awesome. Did you have any experience like before um, like running a business or anything? Or was that just like whole new experience for you? Uh, well, well, before well, before I w- worked at Natural Grid, I actually had a construction business. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, we mainly remodel and stuff like that. Um, so I did that for eight years, nine years, and then then we had the bubble burst in '08. And right, right. I figured I'd find a regular job. <laughs> well, we're glad that you uh, made your way back into entrepreneurship because yep. we really enjoyed down the road yeah so. <laughs> all right so down the road why is why are you called down the road uh you know we're trying to be i mean we are everybody's local you know i mean we're what where's your favorite brewery down the road where's your beer made down the road right you know um you know we we, we brew beer that everybody at least somebody's gonna like one of the offerings that we have at least we try to you know we always have trying to do something interesting and all that but we also you know stick with our cores and have a good solid lineup yeah what would be that beer that down the road is known for uh i think right now uh everybody, everybody seems like the darkest night I, I was contemplating not doing it anymore but people uh people like it you know like this the staff convinced me to do it uh seems like anything that we're putting out with that soft hazy IPA people are going for um, I really think that uh, as time progresses our Berliner Weiss and all that with you know people seem to love it and we're doing a little bit different things with with it than everybody else so I think that's a, a one of the ones that people really gravitate to um, as far as seasonals go um, I th- you guys had like a strawberry rhubarb I forget. Do you still have that out right now, or is that just like a summer thing? Because I had that last summer, and it was killer. Yeah, so that's like our kind of late summer thing. What we're trying to do is with the um, the Berliner Weiss, we use a, the fruit that's kind of key to that time. So, mm-hmm. like, uh, early we use berries like and all that stuff. And then, like, as time progresses, we're getting into, you know, stone fruits and, and stuff like that. So... And now the latest one is uh, blood orange and cranberry. Ooh, that nice. sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's been like the greatest challenge for starting, maintaining, and growing? Because I mean, two and a half years ago you were bottles with Pugwaji, and now you have like this kick-ass like arcade downstairs, and I see it on Instagram. People come in here all the time, so this <laughs> is like a, a hot spot to come. Yeah, I mean, it's um, initially it was cash flow. You know, I mean, uh, it's always cash flow, really. I mean. Um, spending money where you have to and not spending it where you don't. Um, with contract brewing, we had a couple, you know, quality challenges, but I think if you just stand by the beer and if it's bad, you take it back. You know, people seem to respond to that, you know. Um, you know, now we're having, you know, as we're growing exponentially every other day, it seems like, 
um, you know, staffing issues, uh, equipment issues. Some every it seems like every day something's breaking, you know. But uh, oh man, yeah. <laughs> that's gonna be stressful. Yeah. yeah. So coming into this, uh, Donovan, you weren't you were like I'm gonna go in, I'm gonna be the founder, owner, and the head brewer. You you obviously do a lot more than that. Like tell us some of the other hats you wear here. <laughs> like, um, well, I mean, luckily, I mean, I have a pretty good, I have a great team around me, and um, so I mean, I think I, you know, I kind of have to lo- know a little bit of everything. But, um, you know, head draft line mechanic, you know, <laughs> whatever, you know, whatever it is, you know, you, you just got to embrace the suck and lean into it. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. So who am I, who am I petting right now? Oh, that's Bella. One of our beer dogs. Oh, Bella. <laughs> she's very friendly. Yeah, she <laughs> is. She yeah. is. Yeah, so she's been up here for three weeks now. So. Oh. Um, so you talked about that you were doing homebrewing for a while. Like, how did you get into homebrewing? Was it just like a perfect accident that you just found it or is it something you've always been interested in um well not really i mean it was mainly when when i was 17 there's a homebrew shop up the way from my house and you know you can buy ingredients oh yeah Yeah. and so so it's just like a hobby that kind of turned into something oh that's awesome it wasn't it wasn't anything like i didn't think i was ever gonna make beer for a living (laughs) (laughs) and look at you now yeah uh, collaboration in the bu- in like craft beer is becoming increasingly more popular. You guys doing any collaborations right now? Uh, not really right now. I mean, I think we're just trying to get our feet under us and you know trying to figure out who we are before we try to like meld who we think we are with somebody else's who they think they are. Is there a dream collaboration that you might have? Oh, I don't know. Maybe maybe Cantillon. You know, not not familiar with them. So no? Cantillon, yeah. Uh, they're a Lembeck ben- blendery in Belgium. Okay. Ooh. That's cool. That is awesome. Um, d- okay. So I was going to ask about, um, do you have, so you, you're better explaining the PB and J. Yes. All right. Setting so, it up. <laughs> so I'm not asking if you have like a peanut butter and jelly porter. I'm not asking if you have a peanut butter and jelly beer. Think of it in the way that you could eat filet mignon every day of your life, but sometimes you just want a damn peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Do you have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich type beer? Um, yeah, I mean, I drink, I drink the Kolsch all the time. It's okay. That's my go-to peanut butter and jelly beer. Cool. Nice. Cool. Uh, on that same st- subject, uh, what beer is in your fridge at home? Uh, none, actually. Really? <laughs> yeah, I do all my drinking here. No, no. <laughs> But, yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't know. I did, right now, there's nothing in there. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. A couple eggs, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, cool. So Everett, we're in lo- Everett, local to b- Boston. Yeah. Why? Why this community and what you're trying to do to kind of bring the community together? I know we have night shift down the way. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we we actually kind of fell into this spot, um, as you guys saw from coming in. It's kind of off the beaten path. It's down the road. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and <laughs> honestly, it was cheap, and so. But we kind of lucked out because if you, on the back side of us, there's an another big group of apartments going up. Uh, you know, we have the backyard across the street. Um, that building, I don't know if you came in on off Ashland, that abandoned-looking building yep. is getting turned into apartments. Oh, um, that's awesome. So you guys invested at, at the space at the right time. Yeah, we really lucked out with this spot. That's awesome. Um, you know, the, the town's been good to us. I mean, the, you know, we've... 
you know, we had some hiccups, but it's, you know, we're kind of through that now. And, you know, they really are willing to work with us as much as, you know, they can. Cool. So we're here right now. You've recently moved into this location within the last nine months, right? No, we've actually been here. Like a year and a half? In a part of this building since, uh, was it May 2015? 2015. Okay. All right. So we had a small portion of this building, and then we took bigger and... So now, and then we took another chunk. Um, uh, what do we May of, or November of 2015? We took the rest of the thing, and then we got we just got the little warehouse piece um, over on the side. We picked up like another 7,000 square feet. Yeah, talk about the tap room. I mean, that's like it's awesome down there. Tell us a little bit about it. Um, what is there to say? Uh, we kind of want to get kind of that beer holly German beer hall feel a little bit, but more. I don't know, maybe rustic, industrial. Um, it's still kind of a work in progress. It's probably about half done, to be honest with you. Yep. Like I said, we're finally just installing the rest of our draft lines. Um, what else? Uh, got a great arcade and pinball yeah, selection. Yeah, yeah, we got the pins. We, um, what do we have? Like 15 of them now. It just seems like they just keep growing. <laughs> um, we actually have a couple couple brand new ones, the Jersey Jacks. Those guys are, are great. Um, I think next week we're hosting a uh, pinball tournament. Ooh. Yeah. All right. So that'll be that's always fun. And then, uh, from what I understand, I mean, I'm not I'm not cur- um, pervy to everything that happens here. But so <laughs> I think we're hosting the New England Pinball League uh, final. What? That's cool. Wow. Like a month or something <laughs> like that. That's kind of cool. All right. So Donovan. Down the road, we have you here in Everett. Did you did you see yourself, you know, in two thousand five, being to the place that you are right now? Uh, no, I thought I was gonna be building houses <laughs> in two thousand five. <laughs> to be honest with you, so you far exceeded your expectation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's like, I just think that's like a cool story that you know you came in. You were like, you know, got laid off. You could have went like two ways. You're going to be like, oh, my life sucks. And then you went into this. So this is like a, I don't think this sucks at all. (laughs) (laughs) I I tried the moping thing for about six months. It didn't really work. Yeah. (laughs) Ellie, you got anything? Um, Well, I just, I'm interested to see like what's down the road for you guys. Like what's on the horizon? Um, So we're working with the city right now to try to get some outdoor seating on our dock. Um, and then kind of in the park in um, in the parking lot too. Uh, I think we're going to be taking a little bit more of this building. Hopefully, kind of making the exterior of the building look a little bit nicer. Um, what else? Beer wise, obviously we have another uh, balloner coming soon. Um, uh, what else are we doing? We're we got our summer seasonals coming back. So uh, the wit beer and the the coast will be on the rotation. I mean, we keep some here all the time, but uh, out in out in the world, people kind of tend to fall off mm-hmm. drinking that. Um, we're getting our, hopefully we're getting our entertainment license soon. You know, the the so we'll be able to have bands and everything here. Oh, that'd um, be awesome. Uh, most recently on Friday, we're doing um, carnival. So like uh, in Cologne, they the home of Kolsch, they. Uh, <laughs> They have a big celebration. It's like clowns and jesters and all that stuff. So we'll have a an oompa band here, and 
um, it'll be it'll be fun. Wow, that sounds festive. Yeah. I yeah. like that. Yeah, I like that too. <laughs> yeah. Tell us about the first moment you saw one of your cans or bottles in a retailer. Was that a cool moment for you? Yeah, it was definitely cool. I mean, so I, I uh, CBC over in Newton, um, Brian and those guys were the first ones to to put our stuff on their shelves, and uh, they've really helped us out since then. You know, but yeah, it was really cool to be able to go into the CBC and see our six pack sitting there, and you know, in the cooler, and you know. Speaking of which, I have to ask about the artwork because it's impeccable. Every time I see a new thing, like who's the inspiration behind the artwork? Uh, so, th- so we met this gal, Nikki Rosignol. She lives out in Missoula, Montana. Oh. She's really, uh, she's kind of the driving force, kind of why we became this, like, let's do some interesting art on the, on all the cans and stuff. Uh, she's really into, like, myth and mythical creatures and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, she helps us pick one for each beer, and she'll do a painting. And she, she actually works all in watercolor. So oh, geez. wow. It wow. gives it so much character. Like, I, yeah. you know, you look down, you see, like, a bunch of geometric shapes, which, you know, cool. But then you see, like, a piece of artwork, and you're like, that beer yeah. looks awesome. I'm more likely to buy your beer because of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, what are you most proud of? Uh, I mean, I think really, honestly, being able to it, pull a great team together to help. You know, I think that's really what makes a company and, uh, you know, makes great beer. If you don't, if you don't have people that you can trust, you're never going to, you know, make a good, make a good product, you know, and get it out into the world. Do you have a pipe dream beer? Like a beer that you are, you're dreaming about and you're like, I want to <laughs> make this, but you haven't had the chance. Uh, yeah. So doing a lot of, um, you know, blended mixed fermentation stuff, you know, like Lembeck's, like a, a pseudo Lembeck, like an here you know to kind of do something like they're doing in belgium would be really cool you know very cool have you ever been to germany or like belgium i have never been to germany okay never uh, the, actually ireland is the close well i mean it is europe but i mean I've been yeah. to ireland a few <laughs> times. all right but never uh never to the continent i guess it's just cool because you have a lot of inspiration coming from that area so yeah. it's nice to see that connection staying yeah. true Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So give us some social media plugs where you're on, on the interweb and kind of your hours of operation and where you're located. Sure. Um, pretty much everywhere you can read it, reach us. So we're at DTR Brewery on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, our hours are Tuesday through Saturday, 11 to 11, and then Sunday, uh, 11 to 6, unless there's a football game going late. <laughs> Uh, we'll stay open for that, and we're closed on Mondays for now. How do you like sleep? You're open like all the time <laughs> for a brewery. I, well, I right yeah, <laughs> <laughs> take a little nap. Awesome on the couch. Cool. Donovan, anything else you want to share with us before uh, we no. say goodbye? No, I think we're good. Cool. Right. Excellent. So you guys just heard an interview with Donovan from Down the Road Brewery. They're located in Everett, Massachusetts. So check them out. They're one of my favorite breweries. Mm-hmm. I have the. Uh, I have the New England style IPA in my car right now. So <laughs> can't wait to eat drink some tonight. So, well, thanks for sitting down and chatting with us. It's been great. Well, thanks for coming out. Excellent. Thanks. Take care. Great job, Matt. Nice interview. Yeah, it was awesome. It was probably like the first nice day in February that we did this, and uh, we were lucky enough to have our friend, the bearded dude, with us during that interview. And uh, big shout out to Donovan for taking some time out of your day to do that. Uh, he is a very interesting fellow. And uh, not only was that, they gave us free beer, which we always appreciate. Love the free beer. Yeah. And we're really enjoying it. This um, 
deal with the devil fabulous it's awesome yeah so down the road they have some awesome can art we talk about that in the interview but uh if you are lucky enough to have them you're in the massachusetts area and if not if you got like a beer traded to you or something like that enjoy because it is freaking awesome beer yeah i love this packaging (laughs) okay i feel like i've said that about a thousand times on this podcast but the down the road the deal with the devil label is like a photograph of a tree just kind of in the middle of a desert and it's on fire and it just looks so satanic yes so i would actually say this is one of the tamer cans from Mm. down the road so some we talked about in the interview as you heard uh some the local uh, an artist does their work and it's amazing very like i I can't even explain it. i'm not like an artist but it's it's awesome yeah i love the uh emotion yes (laughs) all right emily what do we have on deck for next week so next week we're gonna get some listener submitted content Ooh, Can't I'm so excited. Yeah. Yes. So uh, we'll be getting some great content from our listeners. So make sure that if you're not already, follow us on social. We're at Brewroots on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Subscribe on iTunes and give us a five-star rating. Tell us how we're doing. Tell us what you want to hear. We can't wait to hear from you. Yes, absolutely. And buy a t-shirt from us or buy a mug or buy a crop top. And please put it on Instagram and tag this account at beer selfies are cool that's the letter r beer selfies are cool this dude is the shit he posts he reposts everybody's beer selfies and he's got this really cool account he's been on our live stream a bunch of times wicked nice guy wicked nice all right so until next week cheers cheers